Hiya everyone, it's your girl, Michelle Carey, and welcome to Living Life and the Weekly Wrap-Up. So today's podcast, I'm reviewing the movie Day Shift with Jamie Foxx on Netflix. A teacher that turned into an OnlyFans model and made a lot of money. And the drama that ensues when someone passes away. But first, let's get a word in from a sponsor. Do you like to read short, informative articles? Yes, check out Michelle Carey on Medium. Each week, Michelle writes an article about a variety of topics, cute stories about herself and other thought-provoking musings about life. What is Medium? Medium is a social publishing platform. Anyone can write a story. The platform has a unique and diverse cadre of stories, ideas, and perspectives. Topics are wide-ranging from productivity hacks, mental health, to world news and things happening on social media. To find Michelle, go to www.medium.com forward slash M-S-C-R-E-Y. Okay, let's get into this, the Day Shift review. I finally got through the movie Day Shift on Netflix. Got through it like it was a chore, pretty much. I just noticed that sometimes these days it it takes me a lot to get through movies or TV shows when I'm not watching it with others. So I'll watch a third stop, do other productive stuff, come back another day, watch another third and so forth and so on. But anyway, I watched The Day Shift where Jamie Foxx plays a hunting, fighting vampire slayer by the name of Bud, who is under uses the disguise of being a pool cleaner. So he masquerades around in the day and night like he is a pool cleaner, but what he really is is a is a vampire slayer. So overall, I found that the movie it was cute. It was okay. It's not something I'd watch again like I did with The Gray Man. I will tell you that I watched The Gray Man a few times. That's how much I enjoyed it. But the motivation of Jamie Foxx's character, Bud, is to get money. So his ex-wife, to keep his ex-wife, who was played by Megan Good, from moving to another state with his daughter. And the daughter needs braces. So his motivation is his family. And this was a very easy and simplistic motivation for a character, but I guess for overarching character arcs, it was very slight. There wasn't a huge change that this character had to overcome. Then there was the sidekick. He had to be understanding of his sidekick, Seth, who was played by one of the Franco brothers, Dave Franco. Uh, I thought... In terms of laughs, he was probably funnier to me than Jamie. We even have an appearance in here by Snoop Dogg in the hero's journey role of the mentor, who basically does his version of Snoop Dogg in a cowboy hat. Snoop does Snoop. So there's that. Then we have the two sets of antagonists. We have the vampire queen lady, then the union president who tries to set Bud up by making the starchy by the rules union rep Seth who was the sidekick to make him tag along with him on the day shift which is the hardest shift because vampires don't go out during the day yeah okay so you know I'm flowing with this then we have that vampire queen lady 
but she sets forth a path to get Bud because he killed her daughter. And so there's a lot going on in the movie. The ex-wife, she doesn't know what his real job of being a vampire slayer is. So eventually she finds out and that, and then we also find out that was the sticking point in their marriage. And I just think that there were supposed to be some moments that I was supposed to laugh, but I didn't. I think it took me, like I said, at least three sit downs to finish the movie. And it had a runtime of 114 minutes. This movie had a budget of $100 million. That's a lot of money. And I just don't think that this movie was worth that amount of money. But I presume, I don't know, maybe they spent it on special effects and salaries because you did have Jamie Foxx and Megan Good and Snoop Dogg and Dave Franco in this movie. Now, to be honest, I couldn't tell if this was supposed to be a buddy movie because of Jamie Foxx and Dave Franco. I didn't know if it was supposed to be a horror flick because of the vampires. I didn't know it was supposed to be a parody of how we see vampires. I didn't know it was supposed to be an action film because we had a lot of action sequences in there. I didn't know it was supposed to be comedy because you had a, supposed to have some comedy elements. It, this movie was like a hodgepodge. It was a melting pot of so much stuff going on that I didn't know what I was supposed to take away from it. Maybe it was just to sit down and have a good time. I, I don't know because I didn't watch it like straight through in one sitting. I mean, they didn't do a deep dive as to why the vampires could go outside in the middle of the day. Uh, matter of fact, wide awake. They probably touched upon it with the vampire queen because I remember that she was talking about the real estate and this was like the the newest thing or something or other. So chalk that up to me not watching the movie fully at one sitting, but that just didn't make sense anyway because I'm like don't vampires sleep during the day I just didn't understand how some vampires could get their heads cut off and die but Seth got his chopped off but he could put it back on it was just a little bit of inconsistencies there for me then there were some things that just weren't explained or show well to the viewer that I just think it was just put together poorly it just didn't make sense to me at all. Maybe, I know this is not something I would just go back and watch because I really like it, but maybe I'll just go back and try to sit through it in one sitting and try to get a better grasp of it. Now, I guess if you don't have anything better to do with your time, then yeah, by all means, partake, enjoy. But if you were looking to sit down and be wildly entertained, I don't know if this is the movie. It could be. Maybe later on in life, it'll get that camp classic kind of pop culture thing going on. But for right now, I'm not seeing it. I mean, I know people, they love Jamie Foxx. I'm not sure this is is the, the best vehicle to consume Jamie Foxx, but it is what it is. I like vampire movies. This was definitely a new twist on that vampire genre thing. But I would say out of five stars, it's a three-star movie for me. So there's that. Moving on to the next story of the week. The OnlyFans teacher. 
So this week I read a really, really, really interesting article. It was about a teacher. She she quit her job, y'all. She quit her job. And she became an OnlyFans model. And now she makes seven figures. Like, what? <laughs> so she's married and she has four children. And she has these three OnlyFans accounts. She has the VIP page, a free page, and a merchandise store, I guess. And between those three pages, she's been able to become a millionaire and rack in seven figures. And I'm like, what the fuck tomfoolery is this shit here? Like, she was a special education teacher, okay? And she just said, F you special kids. I need to make some money. So I'm going to go show off my body and do the damn thing. And that's where I am. So I'm trying not to be judgmental here. I'm really, I'm like, I'm really processing like what would make her want to do this? Because I'm like, damn, is this is what our society, I'm like, is this what it's devolved into? This is where we're, you know, at that a special education teacher decides that she thinks it's better for her to go take her clothes off for money so other people can get their rocks off. I, I'm, I don't, I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm, I'm not, I don't know how good of a teacher she was and I don't know how satisfying or rewarding she found being a special ed teacher. And I, when I was reading in the article, she said that it would have taken her about 25 years as a special ed teacher, even with a master's degree, to make $1 million. And she said that this OnlyFans thing has basically changed her life for the better. Well, money does that. Money does change your life. And it can open up doors and open up all kinds of possibilities like less debt, better vacations, less worries, you know, on the financial front. But in my humble opinion, is is selling your soul, selling your body for the pursuit of money where it's at? I'm like, is is that a thing? Is 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 that where we want to be? So she also mentioned in this article that she can now also use this extra income to donate to homeless shelters around Los Angeles because, yeah, she moved her family from Arizona to L.A. So why not? Well, because, of course, because, of course, she did because uh, she probably wants to parlay this in her OnlyFans success into something in the entertainment industry. So that's how that goes. Mainstream. Because we all seen the sex tapes. We've seen the sex tapes of Allah, Paris Hilton, and then Kim Kardashian tried to get on that with Ray J, taking a page out of that playbook. Because you know what? Sex sells. Me, I'm just a writer and a podcaster. And that's what I like to do. But she also made it clear in the article that I read that she wasn't worried about what her kids thought about her profession. Okay, stop right here for a minute. What about her kids' friends? What do you tell others when when they go up to her kids and say, so what does your mom do for a living? <laughs> do they say, oh, she used to be a special ed teacher. Now she takes her clothes off for an OnlyFans. These days, like, what do her kids say? They didn't say how old her kids were, but when her kids get older and the friends, the guys, she has sons, they try to get on the OnlyFans just to see such and such mom on OnlyFans. Like, I, I, I guess, like, how do you get around that? 
Somebody helped me to understand because it was also mentioned. She said that her, she and her husband, they're, they're trying to focus. They're focusing in on teaching their children to be open-minded and to not shame others on what they do for a living. Again, I'm sitting here scratching my head because I don't think it's necessarily shaming a person, but there are a lot of questions. There are a lot of questions. I mean, that your wife used to be a teacher and now she's a sex worker. Make that make sense for me. I get it. Bills got to be paid. But what kind of conversation was that? What kind of conversation was that when she said, honey, I like to start taking off my clothes for money on OnlyFans. What do you think? I think it would be great for us in our relationship and our kids. It can, we can go to Hawaii. I just would like to have known how that went down. Am I being too judgmental? Perhaps. I mean, because I'm not understanding and I need someone to clue me into this. But okay, I'm going to need a moment. But here's a word from another sponsor. Do you want to know what happened at Maryland State University? It's a gripping story that will take your breath away. If you're looking for something to read, look no further than what happened at Maryland State University, released via paperback and hardback and an ebook on October 11, 2022. It is an intensely raw and gripping novel by Michelle Carey. When four unlikely college students fight the dark source for the first time on Halloween night, they realize that their families have been battling it for generations. What happened at Maryland State University is an epic tale of magic gamesmanship, and bravery. This is the perfect book for anyone looking to enter the new world of young adult fiction. Fighting evil has never been so fun. With so much at stake, there is no time to lose. Buy what happened at Maryland State University today at these retailers, Amazon, Apple Books, Barnes & Noble, Google Play Books, and Kobo. And coming in October 2022 from the Michelle Carey website at www.michellescrey.com. This ad has been sponsored by Sunrise Multimedia. This last story. What the hell is going on in the British royal family? Too many articles, in my opinion. They're just coming out about all the internal fighting and all this fighting from Harry and Meghan's camp to the other royals. To me, y'all, this really isn't the time to be curating PR puff pieces on either side about a bunch of bullshit of he said she said like why are people so concerned about what the public thinks is it a money thing what is really going on because this is making everyone look immature and not keeping the focus on the deceased and i want to know why does death of a loved one bring out the worst in people it does not even matter it does not matter what your status is in life how much money it is you have in life you can see people get so fucked up behind when people die I'm like, can't we just focus on the people and the great life they lived for their, you know, by their loved ones? I mean, does it really have to be about what people are trying to get out of it? Because that's what this really is. And this just shows that they are no different. They are no different than any of us because people can be vultures when it comes to dead people's possessions and the things that they have left behind, the money, the jewels, the real estate, basically anything of value. And in the case of the British royal family, titles, none of it makes sense to me. 
to me, Harry and Meghan clearly said they didn't want their children to have titles. And Harry has stated many a day how having a title has hindered him and he just wants to be just Harry. Okay, well, just Harry. Be just Harry. So why are you and your wife pushing the HRH thing for your son and daughter? I'm not understanding. This is right up hypocritical alley. Down hypocritical river, you're being hypocrites. Is it because there is money involved if you have an HRH? Not just security, but money. And because the children are minors, then the parents will have control. See, you know, you have to follow the money. There's always some sinister shit going on. I'm just saying that Megan said, like during the Oprah Winfrey interview, that she didn't care about titles. Then she proceeds to use her title in everything she does. And then on top of that, I'm not even understanding why she called all these people out, but then you want to actually be one of them. I'm not understanding. I tell you, just this is all weird. The death of a loved one really brings out the worst in people, in my opinion. During a time of grief and sorrow, is that really the right time for people to be thinking about themselves, about money, about what they're going to get, what they aren't going to get, and who's getting what, and why is that person getting more, and whatever, whatever. I mean, it is, I don't understand. People, for some reason, they just start thinking about everything else but the deceased one, but the loved one that passed away. Bodies aren't even cold and laid to rest before someone is trying to seize on a materialistic item. What? This is tomfoolery to me. It's fucked up, I tell you. And it just, it's just, just, mm. there's more to life than what a person has left or what they can offer or give to you while they're gone and you're still here. How about thinking about the life they've led? Were they a good person? Did they contribute to society in any meaningful way? How can you live out their legacy and keep that going on if they were a really good person? Shit like that. Stuff like that. And oh, and not about a diamond necklace or a title or a house or anything. Those things will come naturally. If that person wanted you to have something, you will find out soon enough. People don't have to go around staking claim and trying to maneuver like they're going across the chessboard, trying to make sure that they get what they get and others don't get something. It's ridiculous. Wow. What a week, y'all. So that is this week's wrap up. And there's a lot going on here and people's living their lives. What kind of life is everybody living? But I want to thank you, as always, for listening to Living Life. And just remember to be good to yourself, be good to others, be kind, stay safe, and give love always. I'm out. This podcast has been brought to you by Sunrise Multimedia. Music by creatormix.com, the YouTube audio library, and editing by Descript. And check out our sister podcast thoughts and rambles on all podcast platforms, mobile and on the web.